Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Check, check, check. Okay, cool. Beautiful people. Beautiful people. We are back. This is season two, the first episode of the new season. I'm sorry for the wait. It's been way too long, but I'm so excited to be back with each and every one of you. The community missed y'all. So here we go. First things first, the reason why I put this out this week on February 1st is because it's my birthday week. Got a very special week planned. Shay took care of your boy. Got some surprises, I guess, ready to go. Some families coming in town, friends, etc. So, yes, the birthday is February 4th. Say it again for the people in the back. The birthday is February 4th, in case you were wondering. But again, I know this comes out a few days before. And, yeah, just really excited for this whole week. And I wouldn't want to spend it any other way. Aside from coming back with the new season now. If you're new here, welcome. This show is all about people discovering their higher self through adversity, vulnerability, and self-love. Kind of an emphasis on vulnerability, if you will. I am your host, Justin Davis. Some of you may know me by JD. And we are back from a mini hiatus that was well-earned, well-deserved, and well-needed. So how's everybody doing out there? How you feeling? What's been going on with you while I've been on this break? I missed each and every one of you. I missed the community, and I would love to hear from you. Check in, see what's going on. So today's episode is entitled, Friends of the Opposite Sex While in a Relationship. Sticky? Yes. Complicated? Sure. Deal breaker? For some, I can only imagine. So today's guests are the Morrisons. I have Lauren and Chris, who are dear friends of ours. Chris and Lauren have been married for 13 years. They have two children together and have recently relocated their lives from Toronto, Canada, where they were both born and raised, and they moved down to the left coast, the west coast, sunny Los Angeles, in order to pursue new personal and family goals. Now, I've had Lauren on before in the past on Who Can Relate. We have a beautiful episode. If you guys haven't seen it yet, you should definitely check it out. We actually talk a little bit about Lauren's transition into the move how it's affected her, how it's affected her family, etc. And so I was excited to have her and Chris on, and I knew that they'd be the perfect guests for this topic because, as you'll find out, Lauren and Chris have had their fair share of ups and downs when it comes to friends of the opposite sex while in their relationship and now marriage. And Shay and I discuss some of our own personal boundaries and, and deal breakers, etc. when it comes to that department. Now, this episode was recorded back in September 2021, a long time ago. I've been sitting on it, had it in the queue, ready to go. And again, I figured this is the perfect way to kick off season two with a bang. I'm excited for this one. So before we get into all that, I just wanted to let you guys in on a little bit of, of some changes here for season two. So the first thing is I'm going to start every single episode with an intention. I did this in the first season but I always kept it in like the bonus content at the end of the episode. So this season is going to be new. In the beginning of every episode, 
this is the intention. It can be a quote. It can be a mantra or just something that resonated with me that I think relates to this particular episode. So today's intention is to hopefully give a lot of people who are in a sticky situation clarity, reassurance, guidance on what to do and what works best for them. My quote of the day, this is something that really resonated with me the last couple of weeks gearing up for the launch of season two. And it comes from Mr. John C. Maxwell, one of my favorites. And he says, if you lack vision, look inside yourself, draw on your natural gifts and desires and look to your calling if you have one. So near and dear to my heart, hope that resonates with you. So without further ado, let's get into it. Cue the intro music. The best couple win. All right, you did great. Oh my God. Huh? They're okay. coupling up, Shay. We gotta, we gotta start loving oh, each other. So it's, us. it's us versus them, no, not. That's that's the only thing I was afraid of uh, with this seating arrangement. Was like guys I'm versus girls. Team girls. It's not, it, I'm like, no, oh my God, come on. We're team lovers. Chris, did you take notes? What? What? <laughs> Not at all. What's that, huh? <laughs> what do you mean, take How's notes? Go? He's got Why a, do you he's have got your a, phone Chris out? has an outline. Chris has an outline. <laughs> I love it. I love <laughs> to make sure I keep it all right I here. Love it. Okay. We're good? We're good. We Ready? are very good. Am I the only one that gets nervous right before this happens? Oh, are you nervous? Are you nervous, yeah, Then I'm the only one. I'm nervous. No, no, no. I'm nervous, honey. Yeah, I'm nervous. I'm super nervous. I'm not nervous. You're not nervous. <laughs> Okay, so let's welcome to the show, Mr. and Mrs. Morrison, Chris, Lauren, and Shay Davis, and the better <laughs> half, Shay is back. <laughs> We're back with another couples edition with a, um, can't think of another word, first thing that came to my mind, spicy topic. Spicy. Excellent. Friends of the opposite sex Ooh. while in a relationship. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> now it's hot in here. <laughs> okay, so some of today's topics for the episode are, I trust you, I just don't trust them. The female versus the male perspective when it comes to this department. And let's define the word friend. And last but not least, boundaries and deal breakers. What are ours? What are yours? Let's get into it. Uh, so, so for me, a, a friend uh, or acquaintance, maybe someone whose phone number is in your phone. Um, maybe you guys were closer from before and you just keep in touch every now and again. Uh, they're a person that if you have like a celebration or you're throwing a party, you would invite them, that kind of thing. Not like random Facebook friends kind of thing, right? right? Like yeah, an yeah. actual someone who I know your birthday I mm-hmm. wish you happy birthday. You mm-hmm. wish me happy Mother's Day. Whatever the case is, that's what I would probably define as a friend. That's a great definition. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah. There's really what, what friend friend <clears throat> has evolved <throat> over the course of our relationship. You know, friends when you're teenagers and in high school mm-hmm. right. mm-hmm. could have been, they were more, uh, let's say, voluminous. There's many more friends you, you, you had. Sure. Maybe they were more like acquaintances. Quantity over quality. Quantity, yeah. exactly. mm-hmm. But now, you know, friends have taken on for us, I think, something, you know, there's a little bit more personal uh, a personal relationship touch point yeah. birthdays mm-hmm. but it's beyond someone on Facebook just saying hi sure. on your birthday right. it's yeah. someone who actually has an interest vested in that yeah. as opposed to an acquaintance which they're really 
well, I would categorize Distant. a number of the people yeah. in my work as acquaintances more than more than friends. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do any of us have friends of the opposite sex? I mean, obviously, here we are. But um, <laughs> aside from that, and, and if so, what's been our experience? I guess Davis is, can, can go first. Oh. Um, <laughs> so one thing for us that we've established from kind of the jump yeah. was friends of the opposite sex, fine, but some of the boundaries are you can't have any sexual relations in the past with that person, with that friend. Mm-hmm. Um, let's use our discernment and our judgment and know that, you know, any male friend in your life, there's nothing there mm-hmm. for obviously him to you uh, and then vice versa. Um, any other boundaries that we've we've had or created? I feel like a boundary I have is definitely like new friends. Um, yeah. 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 And that's that's perfect because mm-hmm. it's 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 easier, I think, to say, well, I've been friends with them for six years, seven years, yeah. right? As opposed to, honey, I just met blank. This person at the gym <laughs> yeah, or you whatever, know? yeah. So I, I definitely think that's important too. What do you guys think? And then I think how and when the hangouts are. Okay. With friends of the opposite sex, having boundaries around that is important. Okay, unpack that a little bit. Like one-on-one stuff, like mm-hmm. um, I think unless there's an established like level of respect between let's say one of my guy friends and you Mm -hmm. like I don't know that I would like one-on-one hang out with him unless he's established something with you and you feel completely comfortable with that relationship sure uh yeah one-on-ones are not uh not permitted is that a good word well it's a boundary it's a boundary (laughs) it's a boundary boundary. but I will say it is it is one-sided I think you can correct me if I'm wrong because coming into our relationship, he didn't have female friends of, I can think of maybe one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it was more affording you the respect, what I view as respect to say, these are relationships that you may not be appropriate. You mm-hmm. may not find appropriate. Mm-hmm. So right. I actually trimmed those. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that they weren't there. They were trimmed. Mm-hmm. I did is the that, same thing. Is that news? Uh Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Mm-hmm. I it's just interesting. Yeah. And thank you. But I was never consulted in the process. Fair enough. So it's just so really hard to say that, you know, it's I I find that that might be unfair. I know it's not it's not unfair. It's more just like, okay, if you did that for me, that's really nice of you. That's great. That's not a discussion that we ever had where you said that these are my friends and as a because I don't think that it's appropriate for you, I'm trimming them and it was just sort of this thing that came out later on where it was just like, yeah, I had girlfriends, but I just didn't keep them around out of respect for you. And I was like, I wasn't part of that. Probably would have been okay with it. Um, mm. So, uh, but anyways, because I was, I came into it of the mindset of, but again, I was just in a different place. I was a lot younger. Um, I was coming out of a relationship immediately, like one to the other, whereby my male friends weren't an issue. Right. So 
that took, it just took some time for me to adjust to, to someone saying like, no, this, this isn't okay. And I was like, but I have so many, <laughs> I have so many, but I was also, <laughs> yeah, I have Good so many. we dealt with. <laughs> yeah. No, but because I was in a, I was in the music industry and it's very male dominated. So yeah, like I, I had a, I, I used to have a business with um, a team of all men. Right. And I'm usually always the only girl. So no. it was a big adjustment when it's you no met bueno. Chris, <laughs> yeah, definitely. who was mm-hmm. anti that. And it was not so much that I was anti that. It was the interaction with the individual and her. Like Lauren, to her credit, wasn't shy. She brought mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. in front of me. And, you know, one by one, it was like, no, it's not going to work. Oh, so you just would. Well, yeah. And I, I wouldn't. You know, I would obviously be respectful. Sure. We'd have, and then if yeah. I didn't like the energy, or I was just gonna say, what made you feel inside or... jokes? Or, you know what I mean? Mm. Like if if there's that much rich personal previous mm-hmm. history, mm. and you feel like the one on the outside, yet you're the one who's with the person. Yeah. You know, their mom, and you know, we <laughs> to bring up a, a scenario. We went out um, with one individual, and we went to his parents' house, and they they all had a lot of history and inside mm-hmm. jokes and we're like well okay wait a minute this this doesn't feel like i'm in the relationship so either. at that <laughs> point that you didn't just have also just got there like yeah. but at that point that didn't have anything to do with like trust it was more a comfortability factor yeah com- comfort in that situation and and probably respect mm-hmm. though yes. though too yeah yeah <laughs> i mean and i don't know if that's i'm obviously i'm sure that's the same for women but i think yeah. for men there's there is something that we, whether consciously or subconsciously, are searching for in the other male friend. Like, you know why I'm here. <laughs> we know why you're not here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, okay. You're like, keep going. <laughs> like I'm a hype man. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's, it's real. And, and it's, it's a kind of an um, unspoken thing, I think, between, between maybe it's just an a alpha male. I don't mm-hmm. know. But there's an energy. There's a certain energy that we know, like, okay, I like this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, you can kind of put yeah. your finger on it. Yeah, and I Lauren don't know, has it's a so friend. crazy. Lauren though. has a friend. Yeah, go ahead. That, no, I was just going to say, you have a friend that is um, that has become one of my good friends, I would say. Mm-hmm. And he is he is probably like me as JD's Alpha. Good friend is this too. Lawrence? Yeah. yeah. Look at as Alpha, Alpha, is he? Wait, exactly. Lawrence? Shout out. Why don't I know I've ne- never met Lawrence, but uh, I'm just virtually on the book club. But yeah. Stand-up guy. guy. Stand-up <laughs> guy. He's also, you know, shared things with me. You know, we've formed a friendship. Mm-hmm. Right. So I can look at someone like that and say, OK, sure. He's married. He's got a child mm-hmm. like we mm-hmm. both got our, mm-hmm. our situations. So mm-hmm. that was respect. Right. Mm-hmm. Immediately came, mm-hmm. shook my hand. Mm-hmm. There was no I didn't sense any other sort of undertones mm-hmm. based on the previous mm-hmm. history, which they do have because they went to university together. They didn't have any of that, that kind of history. Well, mm-hmm. not, no kind of history. So just platonic, platonic the whole time. Platonic. And how many years were you guys friends? Uh, so university. So uh, I don't know. I uh, guess up 20, until you met Chris. Early 20s, yeah. But you're, to your point, for your original statement, it's you know something that people always say, I don't trust them. Right, <laughs> right. Right, um, you know, I trust you. I just don't trust them and their intentions. And that is something that's, mm. to me, that's a very real statement. I, 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 I agree and I disagree yeah. with that. I agree because I feel like when you say that to a child, like as a parent coming to a child, I can understand it. 100 mm. percent but when you say it to another adult like i feel like if i'm trusting him i'm trusting that he's going to make the right decisions on either side right 
whether a girl comes on to him. Hey <laughs> this <girl>. is making. <laughs> She's not looking at me because yeah, yeah. it's a good sign. But oh. <laughs> just feel the energy. But I do, I do feel like when you say that to a child, like if if you know Zara or Cairo were hanging out with somebody that you didn't really trust, but you trust your child, children are so influential you know, at, at young ages, but as an adult, mm -hmm. I feel that there becomes a time where they make their own decisions. And if you trust that person a hundred percent, whether a girl or another guy comes on to them and tries to like, if a girl tried to kiss Justin, I would trust that he would. Yeah. And, no. and, and <laughs> to no. add to that too, and, and I'll even tie in the child and adult scenario. Um, if a child wants to do something mischievous, they're going to do it mm -hmm. regardless if an adult wants to step outside the relationship, they're going to do it regardless. So for me, I don't like the, I trust you, I just don't trust them. Because there's something underlining that you still don't really trust me then. Interesting. Per personally, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's and and like a, it's it just comes down to like, I'm a, I'm, we're bigger guys. I don't really know a scenario where I, unless I'm, I'm drugged, but I can handle myself in a situation if someone's coming on to me, I can stop it. Um, and again, it's just like, you also have to trust that I have enough discernment and enough respect for you that I wouldn't even entertain another friend of the opposite sex if I saw or felt anything there. Mm -hmm. So the whole, I trust you, I just don't trust them. It's like, that shouldn't matter. No, you yeah, I, I agree. Them. But I do understand where Chris can be coming from because I think that, I mean, we live in a world that people are crazy. Girls sure. are crazy. Guys are crazy. Yeah. I feel like girls are more crazy than guys, yeah. to be honest, and sneaky and all of that stuff. But I do feel that you ultimately just have to 100% have the trust in your partner yeah, where if, if Lauren was ever in a situation with another man and he tried to just like full on kiss her I feel that like it comes down to do you trust that Lauren will kiss him back yeah and I I, I do trust that she would not <laughs> <laughs> but I think there's you know me quite taking that statement quite literally um when men and women are together over long periods of mm -hmm. time and they're friends and there may be feelings that were either unrequited or scenarios that are unfulfilled over time yeah I trust Lauren but yeah, but that's where for they may be hanging around for a reason. Intentions of, uh, which may not be fully transparent to Lauren throughout. One hundred percent. But that's where I think the healthy boundaries. Okay. Yeah, we're okay. having a moment. <laughs> no, no, right? go ahead. <laughs> I, you may be thinking of individuals in particular, but I've been I'm on the other side of the reason I arrived at the but situation with you. Do, I had even if they do, even if they do fall me, in love with right? me, because I'm pretty lovable. Yeah. Okay, like then that's still on me to be like, to, to put our relationship at the forefront Agreed. and say, yeah, it's not like you, we can't control how you feel. Mm -hmm. we can, I can't, con and do I trust other women? Like Chris, you are a beautiful, beautiful man who is extremely smart, you know, ambitious. Like you check all the boxes. You check You're all the goddamn boxes. <laughs> You're a catch. JD, I feel awkward. So <laughs> you check you should not. <laughs> do I think for a second? That's why I set it that, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I think for a second that other yeah. women aren't likely to, you know, get be attracted to you or fall for you? Of course they are. Especially because when you enter into a room, you're not meek. You're Mr. Hey, everybody, everyone's best friend. And that smile <laughs> is. Mm -hmm. Contagious. Yeah. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And yeah. so, yeah, I don't, but I don't trust them. I do think that that's where the healthy boundaries come in. And that's where you guys come together and have the discussion on no, what those boundaries, boundaries are. And that's the thing. And I, Lauren does. I fully respect the boundaries. And I, you know what, for me, it's, 
it's a it's a small price to pay because Chris came into this being like none, nothing, nada, <laughs> right? And but he definitely started. I, I think with my with my best friend, the one who I was just like, I'll get rid of all of them, but like this one, um, that one when we fell out, he and I fell out because of mine and Chris's relationship, because I just didn't know how to handle it. Things were moving really fast. And me and my best friend, like we had this pact because we, we were, we were friends for years and years and years. And we almost had this pact. Mm -hmm. It's like, if another girl's not okay, if the other person's not okay with our relationship, then we just don't get into that relationship. And we were like, yeah, cool. Blood brothers for life. Um, but then once I got into a situation where I was like, hold on, but I don't want this one to go. Like, I'm not, because I'm not going to be with you. I know that I'm not going to be with you. I know that I'm not going to marry you, but I really want to see where this one goes. And I was just very conflicted. I didn't know how to deal with it. I didn't know how to have the discussion. I didn't know how to paint the boundaries. And then, you know, he was becoming more resentful. It was not being dealt with. And suddenly it was just like, you know what, forget you. Mm. But on his part, on his part, I, I think, on his part, but then I, I allowed it, you know okay. what I mean? Cause I was kind of like, Oh, that's easier. <laughs> you know, maybe that's easier. Sure. Um, so, and, and you know what? I don't fault Chris at, because it was, it's not a, it's not an easy relationship to swallow. It's not an easy relationship for a girl and a guy to be like, we're best friends. Mm -hmm. Um, we're best friends. We've, we used to date like for a month. And then we realize we're better friends mm -hmm. and you know, we've got this tight bond, all these mm -hmm. inside jokes. He, right. he knows things about my childhood. He's the person that I brought around to all the family events. Like yeah. he was in there. Um, so I can understand that being very uncomfortable the same way that it was very uncomfortable for his now wife mm -hmm. to come into the picture and be like, sorry, she's who? Yeah. <laughs> right. Sure. If you don't like her, you can go. It's like, what? Mm -hmm. Right. That's, yeah. that's tough. And I, so I do respect and I do understand that. Um, and I also am very grateful that, you know, as Chris and I progressed in our relationship, I came to him and I said, you know what, I'm very happy with our life. I just can't help but feel like there is this hole. When I envisioned my life, when I envisioned my family, when I envisioned my first kid's birthday party, I look around and someone's missing. Sure. Someone's missing for me. Mm -hmm. And you know what? He, he very he very graciously bent for me. Chris? Yeah. Okay. Chris very graciously bent for me. And it was like, okay, you know, you can do this, but it's going to be on my terms. Mm -hmm. And we're going to form a relationship. And for mm -hmm. that best friend of mine to just see Chris in a different light, because he, he didn't like him at first, obviously. He mm -hmm. took his friend away. Mm -hmm. Sure, sure. But when he started, he was just like, you know, I, I remember we went to dinner at their house and he was just like, He's just so cool. Like, I love him for you. Like, mm. I had all these different thoughts of who Chris was. And once Chris saw that respect mm -hmm. and it mm -hmm. was just like, you got like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. definitely. And that was a, that was a changer. Mm -hmm. So it, it is for us. Right. It, yeah. it, it comes and, down and to it's not going yeah. yeah. to happen with all of them. Right. right? No. So that's no. why, you know, there's a limited few of valuable, mm -hmm. uh, let's say, um, quality mm -hmm. friendships. Mm -hmm. and yeah. Those may be able to persevere. But I, yeah. I think... This, this has been sort of illuminating for both of us on this journey. And, you know, we play with his kids, right? Like mm -hmm. <laughs> his kids have stayed at my house, my kids yeah. have stayed at his, their house. Mm -hmm. So we've, we've got past that. So again, back to the boundaries though. When, 
would you guys say then like these were established in your relationship with with each other and and was it sorry so was it forced or was it an organic no at first it was very forced because again i but i needed to be told because Mm -hmm. i was they were running there were so many so (laughs) and and on that note in your world did you see that as just completely normal and that any no. relationship you decided to be in, you just thought it, everything would just carry no, I, on? No, I had a very difficult time adjusting. I had a difficult okay. time adjusting, but not just because of that part, but there were so many things changing. Like, Chris and I went from, like, Chris was this guy that I had a crush on at the office that I never thought I would ever stand a chance with. Got it. Right? That I never thought that I would get. And then all of a sudden, one day he turns around, he's like, I like you back. And like, I don't know what to do with that. Like, mm. I'm... I don't know what to do with that. And it went from like, I like you back to like, you know, let's buy an apartment together. Let's stay, you know, let's, let's start saving up for a house mm-hmm. together. Let's get pregnant. And like, it was all moving so quickly. And I was 24. Wow. He was a full human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was a full human. Lauren used to say, I have recycling boxes. He, had, he, he was one of those, like, to me, he was like, he was taking recycling boxes out to the end of the driveway on Thursdays. And he had wow, big you're an adult. problems. Yeah. He's an adult. Yeah, yeah. He was go- meeting with lawyers. He had an accountant. You know what I mean? He was six-figure salary. He was. It was all very intimidating. Sure. And then for that person to come in and be like, this, 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 and this won't work. You just feel like there's this, there's this shock. Mm-hmm. And there's this like, you know, there's a, there's almost like a loss of self, Mm -hmm. but you just, I just knew that nothing was worth the price. Mm -hmm. I, there wasn't a, there, there wasn't any, there wasn't any cost that he was putting to me that I was saying to myself, that's not worth it Mm -hmm. because I had to find out where this was going to go. And as scary as it was, I was like, I will not, I, I, I need to see where this goes, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Yeah. And it's speaking from the force, oh. to your point, your original question about uh, was it forced mm-hmm. or organic, um, you know, I was coming into it from the mindset that I'm investing and I'm putting forward parts mm-hmm. of myself. I'm making a commitment to someone and I'm not, you know, I'm not playing the field anymore. Sure. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So yeah. when you're doing that, you're saying, well, wait a minute, and you want to bring all of well, yeah. because you were too, you were, you were, you were going into your second round, exactly. right? You're going into your second, second round and you're like, round. yeah, you're going into your second round. You're just mm-hmm. like, I've already played and lost. Mm-hmm. We're de-risking the mm-hmm. sh- yep. sugar yes. out of this. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you for the editing. <laughs> <It's a time laughs> um, you know, my, my, my mind went to, cause I'm sure a lot of the audience, um, you know, we know you, Chris, but a lot of the audience, if they don't, I don't want them to be like, he's controlling. Absolutely. Because he came in and said, yes, no, and no, no, if and buts about it. So I, I just if, give you an opportunity to maybe explain that a little bit more. And obviously it's good context. You know, this is your second round at this point. Absolutely. So it's like, look, I know what doesn't work. Right. And I know what I'm comfortable. I know now what my new boundaries are, et cetera. So if you want to have the floor, just maybe to. Yeah. And appreciate that. Yeah. Good looking out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not crazy. No, uh, the really the for me in that situation, it was never a point of trapping. Mm-hmm. It sure. was never a point of you must be here. If you want to be with me, here are my boundaries. Yeah. And it was setting of the boundaries. Now, you know, could I have said it more eloquently at the time? Perhaps. But when you discover one, two, three, mm-hmm. and you're in a number 
before, you're like, mm, this doesn't, something about this doesn't feel good on my respect meter. Mm-hmm. This doesn't feel like you respecting a, a future long-term relationship. Can I ask a question? And future father. At that point, did you have, have you already met him? Or, and or, had, or any, any or any friends, of them, yeah. but I'm speaking of the I, one in particular. They were, I was learning about them at that point. I don't think I had met. No, them. I don't think no. they would okay. met. Like I think there was, no. Okay. No. And my dating history, mm-hmm. um, I, I <laughs> a lot of the women that I had been with sort of recognized me as the, the alpha, and we had that sort of immediate recognition. It was never in doubt. Mm-hmm. It was never to be trained. It was never, it, but it was never in question. The fact that mm-hmm. I even had to have this conversation mm-hmm. to me, mm-hmm. context for your your, your viewers, mm-hmm. was a bit annoying. So of course I would come out at, at it to say, "Oh, okay, this is what I'm used to." Mm-hmm. Um, you know, former athlete, definitely from a, a collegiate standpoint, great um, academically, work successful. Why am I having to even have this argument? Right. Mm. Like, why, why would I need to entertain that? Because mm-hmm. I'm the alpha. On my side. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> well, it's it's interesting because what I also hear is um, <laughs> what is important to you on a certain level may not be to your partner, right? So for you, this is like a very black and white, very simple, what I don't understand what you don't understand <laughs> kind of thing, right? But sometimes it's not, it's more colorful than that, right? Yeah. yeah. So um, was there any moment where there was a pushback from you, Lauren, as far as Chris's stance, his boundaries? Were you oh, like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, definitely. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Definitely. Oh, lots of standing. <laughs> there was. Um, there was. It was just frustration. Frustration on my part because I'm just like, I don't understand. Like, I understand, but I'm like, even if I'm willing to play with your boundaries, right? Like, mm-hmm. why does this have to be? And especially because, like, people were getting cut off because of respect things that I couldn't wrap my head around. I was just like, right. I was there the whole time. I, I watched it happen. Yeah. But there again, it's the undercurrent. It's, you know, feel, you feel fine. Mm-hmm. No problem. Um, but it was just, like I said, it, it was a lot. And I think that I was trying to be reasonable mm-hmm. by saying, okay, fine. 20, 
too much. I get you. (laughs) But two, right? Three or whatever the case was. Um, So, yeah, there was there was definitely a lot of um, pushing back. And I think even to this day, um, you know, there's we're still playing with boundaries a little bit. You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. I'm overly transparent now, like I'll come and I'll say, oh, I had a conversation with so and so. And I can still see it kind of irritates him a little bit. Mm. But he. He was just pushes it down to just mm-hmm. because I'm trying to be very transparent. It's sure. like whatever I'm talking about, you're hearing, you know, mm-hmm. like um, I'm not keeping secrets or anything like that. So. OK, so we're moving along smoothly here. Right. How you guys feeling about the episode? You good. OK, so we've broken down our rules slash boundaries and are feeling pretty good about, you know, the dialogue here. But just in case some of you are still thinking or wondering if there's any insecurity from both parties, could be male, could be female, when it comes to the pushback on friends of the opposite sex while in a relationship. So for me personally, back when I was younger, I was more open to this idea. I also was quantity over quality. And you're talking like late teens, early 20s, right? As I got older, I was, you know, not as naive. And I was a little bit more like, well, I mean... Has he ever tried anything with you or has there ever been any type of hint or indication that he would want to have anything with you more than friends, etc.? So I started a peep game. And I just was curious from the audience's standpoint of what has been your specific experience when it comes to your partner saying, no, I don't want you to have any friends of the opposite sex while in this relationship. It has nothing to do with my insecurity. I am very secure within myself, etc. But in the meantime, I give Chris an opportunity to further explain his stance on this. What you got, Chris? I can also see if someone's listening or watching thinking, still, I hear you, but it sounds controlling. And and I wonder if they're thinking, and this is out of respect and love for you, but the question is, was there any type of insecurity with friends of the opposite sex, right? Because I believe it was just like, look, I know it works for me. I know it doesn't. Let's just save time here. And I I respect the hell out of that because that would save a lot of people time. But was there any at all, any point in time, any insecurity um, with Lauren having friends of the opposite sex? You know, it wasn't Lauren, but that question, I've asked that question of myself. Why is it that I had that? There were two sort of major scenario situations that aren't all of Lauren's doing. One was Lauren and the other was from my past. One, I'll just quickly talk about Lauren's. Lauren was very transparent with me when we first got together. She described the circumstance with her ex uh, before me. The Mm -hmm. guy friend that we've been talking about? her former boyfriend. Okay. And how he would just sort of be okay Mm. with all of this. Mm -hmm. And I got to hear that story and think through, how does that play out for me? How would I have felt if I was at a club and all of those things were happening around me, and I felt like just sort of this. So I got to actually put myself in his shoes yeah. and said, wow, that's not how I would want to have my relationship conducted. So it's better that I inform Lauren now sure. so that we're not in uh, one of these more contentious situations. And that way she could find she could say no. Sure. If that yeah. wasn't, it wouldn't work for her, mm-hmm. right? Because I didn't want her to feel trapped in any way. This was like one of the happiest, the happiest occasion 
of our life. Like we're coming together. We're excitement. We're buying Gucci sunglasses. We're, <laughs> we're doing all kinds of things. We're going I didn't on trips. Let you buy the Gucci sunglasses. You, yeah. <laughs> you lost those, right? No, yeah. I didn't lose them, but I didn't trust myself, so I said, "Please do not buy them for me." <laughs> um, so you know that level of transparency that she she gave me mm-hmm. allowed us to accelerate that conversation. Otherwise, we would have been in a process of discovery that would have taken mm-hmm. trial and error, and, yep. and it may have led to more fighting. Right. Yeah. Um, but at least we got it out there. The second is I had a very, uh, very close best friend who confided in me and I knew his girlfriend and she had guy friends and it eventually went wrong. So maybe there's, and he was my closest yeah. guy friend and she mm-hmm. put me in a situation yeah. where I had to either tell him mm. or not tell him. And she knows that I know. And then at some point, I would take the fall for it. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's, so that's, <laughs> yeah, that's tough. I thought I shouldn't stay out of it. Sure. And it cost me my best friend mm. through high school. Yeah. And so that still looms large for me because mm-hmm. he was so cl- We were like one of the minute I hit that high school, it was me and him like, yeah. and we, we formed a bigger crew, mm-hmm. but we were friends since then. And just to know that he was, he was hurt that much about to be hurt that much and i i would extend myself to tell him the truth and it cost me that friendship mm-hmm. so mm. it's it's in that scenario continues to play out in my mind when i yeah. when i see okay would you tell me would you know am i trusting too much you know there is there's sure. definitely an issue there i think no matter what you would have done in a situation like that i think the outcome would have been the same yeah and i also um the reason why I asked that question is I have been saying this often because it it just, I can't think of a scenario where it doesn't play in reference point is everything. So for you, that is your experience with this particular situation. So that's why it makes sense to you. That's why you're very clear, cut and dry, black and white. And and I love it. And I also love again that you stick to it because I'm pretty sure we've all been in a situation where we've finessed our boundaries to really try to make something work and in reality after the trial and error you're like i should have just stuck with my with my boundaries right but that's how you really set true you know solid boundaries um it made me think too because this was something i took an instagram poll on um friends of the opposite sex while in relationship is it possible slash um realistic and there were a lot of messages about um yes but they just can't be good looking and i was like okay well what are we supposed to what are we all supposed to i mean you know what i mean like i can't walk around with a bag over my head or you know i can't whatever so just curious about that if that was ever like a but that one no purely coincidental it's funny this topic and you weren't aware of this but it was run on a local uh la radio station right no way where they had um women calling in men calling in and I listened, I was dropping the kids at school and I was listening and shaking my head. I knew this was coming and I'm like, oh, oh this, this is going to be good. That's so <laughs> funny. Market research for this topic. Yeah. Sure. And surprisingly, a number of women called in and said, you know what? I don't think it can work if there's any sort of emotion, any sort of historical point of reference where there was an emotional, you know, wanting, longing, mm-hmm. anything like that. If there's any of that, it just can't. So mm. to your point, good looking, yeah. that may be another form of wanting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it, on, the, on the part of the significant other who's perceiving mm-hmm. those looks, 
absolutely that may be a problem. But yeah. I didn't have that reaction. Okay. That wasn't my point because, and I think men and women are different in this regard. I mm. think women are much more, have, have much greater uh, depth mm-hmm. as it relates to some of their relationships and can sure. look past mm-hmm. certain men's flaws. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and a love can blossom mm-hmm. out of a friendship because of that respect, because women are able to, to look past those things and yeah. see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's a, you know, that's why it's like emotional cheating is arguably worse than the physical act of cheating because that emotional connection, right? And so I agree. I, for me, I've never had a issue with how the person looks. It's just more about what's the history um, behind the friend. And how transparent your partner is being and, and the with commu- that friendship. the communication, right, has to be there. But the, the looks for me was, was never there. Why are you laughing? Sorry. So when we were in Toronto and Chris was coming to L.A. for three weeks... I was uh-huh. hanging out with like neighbors and everything like that. And I was talking about, uh, I was, I feel embarrassed to tell this story. Okay. But I was talking about how, yeah, Chris is there and he's going to go and he's going to go look at places. And then I pulled up a picture of Shay and all the guys were just like, he's not finding a place anytime soon. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> he was like, are you sure you want that house? You don't want to go check out a few more. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> feel like you got new followers or whatever yeah. the case is, but, <laughs> but it was just like it was the yeah. good looking thing obviously you just mm-hmm. like and but no one ever questioned like lauren you okay with this like no one ever mm-hmm. questioned exactly. that it was like this joke of like yeah, yeah chris is going to be looking for houses for months mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like but but it's it's on a serious note that's i think a lot of men yeah are like well what, what does he look like you know or if it's like you know oh he's does, does he hoop or does yeah. he? You know what well, I mean? you actually, it's interesting you say that because um, I don't think it's a looks thing as much as it's like an interest thing. Like, okay. mm-hmm. I think that if, and I, I think it's for you too, but if Chris were to be like, oh, I got this friend um, and she's beautiful, I'd be like, he, I don't think he'd say that. That'd be weird for him to say. <laughs> <laughs> this Let's is Katie. Say, She's beautiful. <laughs> She's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Probably the most gorgeous see, girl you've see, ever seen. <laughs> but if he had a friend who was like a, a female friend of the opposite sex who was like super into anime or super into James Bond movies okay. or super into football. She's like mm-hmm. a Chicago Bears mm-hmm. fan. Mm-hmm. I might be like, ooh. ooh. Similarly, mm-hmm. <laughs> I true. think that it was more an issue because I don't share that interest with Chris. Right. Mm -hmm. And I know that those are big passions of his. For me, music and hip hop was my big passion. I I, I always felt like if someone was in the music industry, there was that lore Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. was more more threat versus how someone looked. That's a very good point. Because I also was thinking, too, like, I think for me, if and when I feel like I either can't compete with that or compare to that, Mm -hmm. I'm like. Now I just have to limit this time then yeah. spent. Yeah. You yeah. know what yeah. I mean? Because I'm, I'm, I recognize my weakness, but here's my strength. Yeah. Right. Or here's mm-hmm. what's in in my corner. So it's it's a very very good point. I also think too, it's, um, I think that's a common reason why cheating happens. Right. right? So you're not getting something fulfilled in some way, shape, or form. Uh, you know, it's like I, I just don't understand. I don't know what happened. It's like I've been asking you to spend you know, to go and just spend time with me. Right. You know, every time I call you, do you want to tell you about my day? You're too busy. It's like, uh, that's important to me, right? So, say something. You, no, I was just going to kind of segue into, do you guys, like, on that topic, do you feel that it's appropriate for friends of the opposite sex for your partner to confide in them? Hmm. Good question. That's a very good question. 
Like, I how would you would. feel? I was not a part of the script. Sorry. Do, do you feel? <laughs> I wish you would. But honestly, I, I, it's not just, honestly, I would be, I, I think I'd be okay with that. Um, and, and again, you don't know until you know, but uh, okay. If she likes football and she likes anime, maybe I'm not okay with it. Right. It just depends. Maybe I'm just looking cause yeah. she's looking for an opening and mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like all he needs is all she needs to hear is like, Oh, she's pissing me off again. Oh, is mm-hmm. she? Mm-hmm. Do you like cake? <laughs> but isn't it interesting that you constructed that narrative around having that friend that looking for the chink in the armor. Mm. And I get mm-hmm. the question, but it's interesting that that, no, but that's what I'm saying is right? that I would feel a way. Uh, but on the other side of it, like I actually, and I think I've talked about this before on one of the seven podcasts we've been on together <laughs> lately, but, um, where I really do, I, and I, I say, I wish you would in a sense that like, if we do have an argument, I want you to get someone else's perspective. I want you to get thought mm-hmm. diversity um, in terms of solving it because I go and I get other people's perspective. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've, I remember even going to my, I remember going to my male friend about mm-hmm. something and he went and called you right afterwards. So I was like, so there's just no loyalty here. <laughs> <laughs> but um now audition no because he because <laughs> yeah, yeah, no yeah. because he was just like you're 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 being stupid like this is yeah. the dumbest thing i've ever heard blah 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 and yeah. he's like i'm gonna go warn chris <laughs> right yeah. yeah so but yeah. yeah so i and from that perspective like i do appreciate thought diversity when it comes mm. to working through problems mm. so i would think that i would be okay with you confiding mm-hmm. in someone else I'm thinking as well. I, I feel like I, for me, there would be layers to that question because, so. yeah, mm-hmm. certain people, yes, like if, if you went to Lauren, if you went to Shan, if you went to somebody on that level, I think I'd be okay with it. Okay. But if you went to a girl that you just met at the gym a year ago, like it would yeah. be like, right, right. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I met Lauren a year ago. But I, I understand. Yeah, what you're but there's, yeah. there's a level. Yeah, I like, got you. It's yeah. not about the time, it's just the level of, of, mm-hmm. um, where the friendship is yeah because i also appreciate thought diversity as well and there's often times where we're at a disagreement i'm like i wish you could go talk to a um another one of my male friends to just you know understand and or just see the perspective and because a lot of times it's in the delivery and maybe i'm being a terrible Mm -hmm. person delivering this but um i I think it's important but i also there's boundaries right Mm -hmm. in the sense of like it can't be personal yeah for for either of us and it also can't be something that is extremely sensitive mm-hmm. to either of us you know if i opened up about vulnerability for whatever it is mm-hmm. and you're over here pillow talking with john i'm gonna be like okay well yeah that's not cool <laughs> but know? honestly my answer to that question would be the same even if you were going to a guy friend like i i think it's important for you to choose the right guy friend like if you have a guy friend that's like out in the clubs like cheats on his wife does all this and that's who you're going to I would feel the same way as if you were going to a random mm. girl that have it, I have yet to establish so, a level of respect. Yeah, and I do, and fair. I do yeah. share with guy friends when we have that. So to your point about di- getting uh, diversity of thought, um, but it it's still sharing it with a woman. Mm-hmm. Mm. Often, you know, again, it depends on the level. To your point about layers, so sure. it's hard for me to say that carte blanche. Mm-hmm. Mm. I want to be fair here. Because I know I'm sitting here being all like, Chris can do whatever he wants. It's totally cool. Um, but <laughs> now I don't sound like that. I want to mock myself that way. <laughs> Chris could do whatever he, he wants. wants. <laughs> um, I do want to be fair because I have said to my previous boyfriend when I didn't think a other female relationship was going okay. And I just want to be fair. 
because mm-hmm. in this what you know same scenario but what if someone else is confiding in Justin continuously mm-hmm. and he's being that emotional ear for someone who maybe it's a person that and well for in my case it was a it was a woman at his office and he would they would go to lunch every day fine then it was like pouring out all the boyfriend problems every single day and I was like all right then it was like you know calling because no one else because now he's so intimate in terms of the details of everything Mm -hmm. and I was just like I don't like where this is going because as things progress and continue to get worse and you're the ear for this Mm -hmm. person Mm -hmm. now like the phone calls will start coming in later then it's going to be meetups and it was like a recipe and Mm -hmm. she fulfilled all of them it was like can you just meet me at coffee time like i'm really stressed out about this right now and he's like uh can i go and i was like i don't feel like you can did she take any initiative to get to know you she didn't take initiative but this was just like another person that's what i'm saying it's not necessarily a friend Mm -hmm. it's not not it's a friend it's a new person Mm -hmm. that i don't have access to because this is a work colleague okay no problem um but i don't think that i would be okay with my husband being the sole confidant for another woman sure like you you have other friends i don't mind the odd like spitballing let me get a male perspective but when you start relying on them Mm -hmm. as if they're the sole person Mm -hmm. i feel like that's that's a slippery slope so boundaries i have that's what i'm saying it is boundaries (laughs) and i think that you know what chris did in terms of like if I were to, if things didn't happen, uh, stopped happening between me and Chris and I had to go on to another one, I'd probably have a whole new list of boundaries right, mm-hmm. of do's and don'ts because I'm getting older. I'm not trying to waste my time. Mm-hmm. Right. And these which are, you. yeah, which was, which was you, yeah. which was <laughs> like, you know, like I, I'm not 23 years old, just figuring it out. Like right, I've right. been around the, I've been around the road. I know what, I, what's going to work for me. What's not going to work for me. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a job, that's not going to work for me. If you don't, you know, I, I'm not going to list boundaries. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Some, someone was taking notes. But go ahead. Someone was like, uh-huh. Go ahead. They got to one. <laughs> you got one and I ran out of ideas. <laughs> but, but either way, like I know that I would probably have that new list. And I think as we get older and, you know, you, you talk a lot about, you know, you know, being in your thirties mm-hmm. and the shift that happens when you're in your thirties, like you just become a lot more intentional. Mm-hmm. That's what, that was the energy that Chris was bringing into our relationship um, that I hadn't been exposed to before. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that if, uh, if, if I had to do it again at this point in my life, Mm -hmm. I'd be bringing very similar energy into the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's unapologetically very intentional. (laughs) And I really appreciate you saying it, you acknowledging it because that, that like we started with, it depends on what point in time where you Mm -hmm. are in your life. All of those things matter. Yeah. I see that. And I was actually going to add on to it because I feel like you're, you're that for a lot of people. But what I, what makes me feel comfortable is the transparency and how much Mm -hmm. you include me in those conversations. It's not like you're, you know, leaving the house to go have some private hour conversation with a woman that I don't even know or am not comfortable with. It was funny getting paid for it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Well, that's consultations now. (laughs) A little bit of break in the action. Your boy's back here to narrate. Something that's going to be interesting, I think, for the audience to hear. So, in my past, I have been very vocal and very clear on the fact that I was raised by a single mother. 
I was also raised by a committee of women, and so I'm very comfortable around women. I've been realizing the last couple years that there's a really big need and want from me to continue to have that type of feminine energy around me. I love my wife with all my heart. This has nothing to do with having my cake and eating it too by any means, but there is something that, I don't know, I just operate at like a better level when I'm around feminine energy sometimes. And so what you're about to hear is me going into just that and then Lauren actually not only agreeing with me, but then relating to me from her stance on this, but with the male, masculine energy. So let's get into it. Back to that click in your 30s. Like I knew I was very comfortable around women, but in my 30s, I realized that not the same thing, but I kind of need it. Yeah. Because it's a sense of familiarity. I'm there too, but on the right? men's side. Right. I, yeah. I'm more, I'm very, I'm much more attracted to male energy. I'm, it's easier for me to be around male energy. Same. And I was, I was joking mm-hmm. with Chris cause Chris was like, oh, you haven't hugged me in weeks. And I was like, I was meant for the platonic, right? Because I'm not very, I'm, I'm, I love being around male energy, but I have, I never have a need to like be I'm, I'm a cold, I can be very cold from an intimacy perspective. And Shannon and I are obviously very, very different from yeah. that perspective. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's like, mm. that's why for me, platonic male friendships are easy yeah. because I never have a desire to be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I never, <laughs> I never have that. And, um, but I, I do, I just, I just feel more me. I in those spaces, mm-hmm. one million percent relate and agree. And I was thinking, like, you just touched on something that I don't think I've ever put into perspective. But that's exactly how I feel as well, in the sense of like, I need to. I'm not the affectionate person by by nature, and I have to like something I'm working on. But I wonder if it stems from anything from like a platonic standpoint with my friends with women or family, you know, with women. I'm I'm not affectionate with them, so it's just mm-hmm. like maybe my subconscious goes woman. Not don't touch, but just like, yeah. you know, I'm not overly affectionate. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting. Yeah. Wow. I do the platonic very well. So do I. But to, 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 yeah. a, to sometimes a fault in our own relationship yep. because I can very quickly treat Chris like my best friend, right? Very, wow. very quickly treat him like my best mm-hmm. friend. And he has to yep. like remind me sometimes to be like, hey, also kind of your husband and but that was something even like my nickname growing up what my parents gave me was couldn't care less bear because Mm. of how unaffectionate i was um and chris has gotten the most affectionate version of me like (laughs) this is like this is this is lauren on affectionate speed right now this is love lauren (laughs) (laughs) no one else gets this and it was usually a very um even for between me and shan we had growing up we had a lot of conflict because she wanted that affection from me and i was like ah mm-hmm. it was like always kind of pulling away from that so yeah. yeah but like if you all my favorite movies are like those like bromances are my favorite movies they're so the, not the rom-coms no no not the rom-coms <laughs> if the the less females in the movies the yeah. better for me i yeah. just i i like that energy more that is um we can relate yeah. i mean wow you you that's us that's me in this in this marriage because I really I do like you though Shane. <laughs> okay, forging new relationships. But it's you know something I'm like we've been you know like I think last night we were just saying like we do need to do better at date nights and take a, more trips together because otherwise we're just roommates you mm-hmm. know and I'm like I can easily do that I love you so much 
and you're my best friend, but there needs mm-hmm. to be the, but you're also my wife and the yeah. intimate side of, of love. So I um, appreciate you, you sharing that. So I think to conclude this amazing episode, I appreciate everyone's transparency here and, and opening up, um, you know, our marriages to the flies on the wall. Um, in conclusion, friends of the opposite sex, is it possible? And if so, how? It's possible, but the other person needs to, one, be okay with the boundaries, mm-hmm. and two, ensure to form a relationship with the other person's partner uh, to make sure that there is complete transparency. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would just piggyback off that and say yes in all of the things that she said. Chris? Definitely possible. Yeah. I've, I've evolved. I've, I've evolved. I've, I've evolved. Um, <laughs> in this hour um, i'm also auditioning for female friends with an appropriate level of energy uh, she cannot like anime or she football not, she cannot be a chicago right. bears fan right. that is for damn oh, sure wh- oh wow <laughs> boundaries got put up quick yeah. Uh, but yeah i think it, you know what they're it taking a village to to be in a relationship i, I think you know, let's focus, we focus on our relationship first and the health of that. And just as long as we're communicating and checking in and making sure that we manage this, however, the relationships may come at us. Yeah. I think that's important. And the level of transparency between you guys, that's, mm-hmm. that, that's what you need yep. to, to make it work. Yeah. I mean, piggybacking off of all three of you, transparency is a hundred percent big thing, communication then with that transparency. And I think it's gotta be a equal level of respect between both, you know, the partners involved because you know I've, I've realized too like what's important to me may not be important to you on that level and vice versa so it's like if you're like honey I, I'm, I'm really kind of stern on this you mm-hmm. know even if in my heart of hearts I'm like she has nothing to worry but it's like I respect that yeah, I, res- I mean it's it comes down to you respecting like how Chris said um just respecting the comfortability level yeah, behind right. everything yeah all right that's it I hope everybody enjoyed the episode. It felt so good to be back. I can't wait to hear all the feedback. So if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, feel free to leave a review and a rating while you're there. Be nice to hear from you on that side. And if you're watching this on YouTube, please like and subscribe and comment. Again, would love to hear from each and every one of you on that side of things. And if you or someone you know could relate to this episode, please share it. Sharing the show is the best way to grow the show. So... Until next week, feels so damn good to be back. To each and every one of you, thank you, thank you, thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.